0: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving.
1: This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk and co-hosting with me always. A pleasure to have him on, get the knowledge and it's glad to be back. I'm glad to be back on the show. Mark Slawson. You there, Mark? I'm here, buddy. Ready to rock. Hey, good. finally get the chance to talk to you. That's good. I couldn't wait for this time, Mark. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Well, let's dive right on into it. You know, a lot been going on. You know, um, I want to jump right into what Everybody else talking about, Mark, uh, Super Bowl. You know, I want to get my little input. And then tell me what you think, because, you know, everybody talking about Peyton Manny and his last game. And, you know, I look at that, too, as that's, that's something for a team to play play for. But, I mean, that Cam Newton, that that Carolina team, Mark, is, I mean, they got a good defense like Denver, but they got a better offense than Denver. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout, Mark, but I don't know, Mark. What do you think? You know what? It,
2: it is, uh, I'm a little nervous. You know, I'm am I'm a Broncos fan, full disclosure. And uh so I am a little bit nervous. I mean, I saw what uh what Carolina did to 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 Arizona to the Cardinals in the in the NFC championship game. With Carson Palmer out there and uh you know, he's kind of a statue type quarterback similar to, to Manning and uh you know, they just uh, their defense played so well in that game and and they really took uh took Palmer out of his, uh, got him out of rhythm. And, uh, I mean, he, he had a terrible game. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's scary to think, you know, I could see, uh, where things could, could get ugly if, uh, Manning kind of reverts back to, you know, earlier in this season, uh, when he, he was kind of floating balls and, and, uh, you know, didn't have a whole lot of zip on it and was throwing a lot of picks. Um, and you know, that's, uh, it's very concerning it really is um, and you know on the other side um you know with, with cam newton uh leading the charge i mean they're you know the number one offense in in the uh, in the nfl and for good reason um and, and so it's a little it's 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 scary to, to 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 have that uh challenge for for their defense but i don't know man um you know, I, I think, uh, and the other thing that kind of gets overlooked, I think, with Carolina is that they, you know, they got a pretty good running game, too. You know, they got a pretty stout running game. So, um, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's hard to say, you know, after Denver played so well against New England and they really shut them down. And you think that, uh, you know, that's as good a, a test as you're going to get offensively. But by the same token, you know, New England was so one dimensional. And um you know we, we kinda of talked about that going into to that game. Um you know, I kind of expected them to at least try to try to run a little bit to, to keep the Denver defense off balance, but they just completely abandoned the, the run game and, and uh I think kinda of made it easy on on uh on the Broncos to stop them. So I don't know, it's gonna be a different animal, um and uh you know, they've they've risen to the test here, you know, it's, uh, late in the season, they've had a lot of, uh, really challenging games, you know, their backs were against the wall. I mean, at one point, I don't know if you remember oh. this, but, um, James, they were in a situation where they, they kind of had to win to even make the playoffs, you know, to be, um, you know, there was, there was some scenarios that, uh, that had the Broncos, you know, staying at home for the playoffs. So, you know, they've really, at the end of the year, have had a lot of must win games and, uh, you know, they've 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 won those games and uh and they've done a great job in the in the playoffs as well and um so I don't know man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. I think there's a lot of really cool storylines. Um you know it's the you know the the oldest quarterback in the league up against uh the young up and comer and uh it's just uh it's gonna be a a, a treat to watch that game and um I'm, I'm hoping for the best but I am a little bit worried.
1: <laughs> excuse me well Mark let, let's say this let, tell me if you think this or not you know I've seen Kevin you know I had him on my fantasy and he rocked yep. you know everything but um, I kind of seen them when they was playing the last playoff game Um, I think it was um, Arizona they started to come back do you kind of see that you know do you think Carolina let the foot off the gas or there was a weakness that you've seen in there with that you know the defense and you know um, or do you think, you know, playing Denver, they were not going to let off the gas or can Denver, because I feel Denver offense, you know, their receivers, and I know you know that, drops a lot of balls. But, yeah. you know, th- but, you know, can can Carolina, if they get ahead, keep the foot on the gas with Denver, and do Denver have enough to come back from, like, what Arizona track, come out with what, already 34 points, something like that, wasn't it, a half-time?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And and yeah, it's it's gotta be the most concerning thing for the Broncos, uh, going into that game because Carolina, I mean, they they've just been uh starting off on fire, you know, in the last in their their two playoff games that they had. I mean, they got up thirty one nothing against Seattle and uh and then they got uh you know, they got up I don't I like you said, I can't remember, was it like forty one to seven or something at some point of, of the Arizona game? Um, so yeah, I mean that's if that happens, um, I think Denver is going to be toast. I really do. I don't see how how they're going to come back from from something like that. You know, for me going into the game, I mean again, you know, I think Denver's got to establish a running game and just keep them off balance. That um, you know, last uh, last game it really came in handy. You know, against against uh, New England. I mean, they had. Uh, you know, towards the end of the game, they're able to run the ball. They had a few, uh, you know, just a few runs to, to keep them honest and, and, you know, to keep their, you know, kind of slow down their defensive line. And uh, I think that's going to be the key in this game. Now, if they get down, now if they're down 21 zip in the first quarter, then we're going to be in a situation like New England was in where they're just having to pass on every every play. And uh, that that has not boded well for, for the Broncos this year at all. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, that's, uh, I think that's what Denver has to be most concerned about going into the game is just how are they going to keep that kind of juggernaut, uh, from, from, you know, coming, uh, to fruition there at the beginning of the game, because that's, that's been their MO, the the, the Panthers here. And, uh, yeah, if that happens, that's that's really a disaster scenario for, for Denver. And, you know, it, it is kind of weird, though, because like you said, I mean, Seattle came back. I mean, they they scored 20, 24 unanswered points. And, you know, I, I do think that, uh, to a degree, Carolina let off the, the gas a little bit. And I think it's just kind of human nature to do that. Um, I, I don't think... Yeah, you know, I mean it's the Super Bowl man. I, I just I, I don't know. I, I think that uh when you have the the uh, ultimate prize sitting in front of you and uh you know, you've got an opportunity to to, to, to keep scoring and, and and you know, keep being aggressive, I think uh I think that's what they're gonna do uh last game of the season type deal. So I don't think that they uh you know, if they do get up early, I think they're gonna keep going full throttle and um
1: you know, I I hope that doesn't happen, though, man. What do you think? Well, I, it's like I said, I mean, Denver receivers drop big big balls. I mean, key, key balls, and, and that can hurt. I and mean, then, like you say, you know, this could be one of those games, you know, football, any given Sunday, that, you know, they have a, a walk-away game, you know, just a crazy game. But <clears throat> I just think, you know, it's kind of rare, and I know you could say that too. where A team like Carolina, doing the whole season, dominate like that. Normally, you see teams get hot in the second half when they don't have injuries, and that's a team you say, "Oh, that's a team that goes Super Bowl winning." But Carolina been, I mean, stepping on people since game day one, you know. So I don't see them backing off that, you know, because this is what you know, like you say, that ultimate dance you want to go to and win. So, I just think, you know, it's going to be ugly. Like that game, um, Denver had up there in, uh, I think it was New York, wasn't right? it, when they played, what, it was Seattle? Am I right? Yes, yes. Yep. And they just yeah, got, walked. They got walked on. And <laughs> Denver had a, a, a good offense that year. Am I right? Oh, yeah. They had the number one offense in the league.
2: Uh, I mean, I think Manning that year had, like, what, 50 touchdown passes or something yeah. crazy like yeah. that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely concerning. Uh, To me, I think it was a a blessing in disguise kind of going into this Super Bowl that they had such a a terrible performance. And I think it's a a chance for some of those guys to, to, you know, redeem themselves. And I don't think that they're going to have the same kind of, uh, you know, unpreparedness that they, they seem to have in that game. I mean, you watched it. I mean, that was one of the worst coached, executed, uh, you name it. I mean, that was one of the worst uh, big-time performances that you could ever ask for. I mean, they just got completely rolled, completely dominated, and they never, they were never in the game. And um, so I do think that their their uh, level of preparation uh, is going to be different this time going in. I mean, I personally, I, I trust Kubiak a lot more than I did Fox, uh, you know. John Fox, I, I, I was never a huge fan of his. I was surprised he actually got another coaching gig after that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, they, uh, um, no, that was just uh, so flat and just, uh, gosh, um, tough to watch that game. That was one of the worst games that I've, I've witnessed. Um, so I don't think you're going to see that. I really do think that they're going to be a lot more prepared and, uh you know, having that taste in their mouth of just getting, you know, embarrassed on that stage I think is really going to keep their focus up this week and, uh, you know, hopefully they have a great game plan going in. And I trust, you know, Wade Phillips a lot more too than I did Jack Del Rio. I mean, if you recall, Del Rio was, uh, you know, he was in talks with uh, with Oakland about becoming their head coach. So, I mean, as much as you'd like to think that uh, – you know, coaches would be hyper-focused the, the week of the Super Bowl. He had a lot of distractions, you know. He had that going on. I mean, it's, again, human nature to kind of uh, sway your thoughts and start thinking, you know, about your next job rather than, you know, the task at hand. So, uh, Wade Phillips, uh, he's uh, done an unbelievable job all year, and I expect him to have a great game plan going in. And, uh, you
1: know, we'll see how it, how it all pans out. This is what we're gonna do, Mark. We'll take a break when we come back. We'll talk a little bit more about um both team defense. And that's when we talk a little about defense. I you said something that kinda got my interest, you know. I wanna hear what you think on it, but this is James Lovey and co host with me is Mark Slaughter, and we'll be right back.
3: Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Sports and medicine go hand in hand.
3: Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host Loving That Sports Talk, and back with us.
1: Mark Lawson, Mark, you there still? Oh, yeah, ma'am. I'm here. Mark, i Chris, Was glad enough to join us. You there, Chris?
4: I am now here.
1: All right. We're all back. The to, to, to foursome threesome or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> well, I got to give a shout-out to my mom. They always watch it. listening to the show. They have a pizza from the church over. Mom always cooked down something for the the fry. And, Chris, last week I got a text, and you did the show with Jerry. My mom called me, and, you know, she said, where is Mark? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of
4: course.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry to disappoint you. Mark, my my mom is listening to you right now. They want to know, where (laughs) is Mark? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. i tell you what. That's funny. But he always saying, you know, you and Chris, y'all be doing a great show. And they they said they love listening in, everybody at the church. So, so I can't say, you know, no cuss words or nothing like that. You got the church people there. Holy Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, we do we, we, we can to hold it we down were for you. Super Bowl. But I got a question for you and Mark. I mean, we're talking defense, and I t- we I want to talk defense. I mean, you know, Carolina got great defense. Denver have, they said, well, posted the number one defense. And they really showed it against New England. But I think New England was a little wounded, you know. And I think, you know, Elderman was back and uh, Amadola was back. But, you know, if you look at um, Gronk, he was kind of limping or something. He would getting cramps and something. But, you know, which defense do y'all think of them coming and show up? I mean, you know, because you got Cam and quarterback that scramble. Payton don't really scramble. I mean, which defense do y'all see being the number one? All right? Who want to go first?
4: Go ahead, Mark. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, I'll take it. You know, I, I honestly, right now, I think that there is no better um, uh, unit out there right now than, than Denver's defense. I mean, that last game against New England, they were just incredible, and um, they completely completely shut down the, the, the Patriots' offense. And, I mean, say what you will. I, I know we talked about it, you know, that being one-dimensional, being banged up. But, you know what, they've been performing all year long. And they've been scoring points, and they are, you know, they were thought of as, as probably the best offense in the league. Um, so, and the way that the that Denver played in that game, just all the heat that they were putting on on um, on Brady, uh again the no run game to speak of whatsoever and their 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 defensive backs were just covering so well um yeah. against their receivers and i mean brady had no time to to even get the ball out before he was you know had somebody in his face and i think you know honestly you know they they are the number one defense in the league and i saw a stat the other day that um the, there's been 11 teams in the Super Bowl that had the number one rated defense and their record is nine and two in those games. So I think it bodes well for Denver. Uh, something that's, uh, you know, I think this year it's just been so different again from their last Super Bowl run that year. It was really all about Peyton Manning. And I, I mean, I just remember going into that game going, wow, if Peyton Manning gets hurt. Denver is completely screwed. And, um, it turned out that uh, you know, obviously Peyton just didn't have a very good game at all, and uh, their offense didn't didn't put up any points. Um, so I think this year their defense has really had to carry them all year. I mean, it's, it's kind of an obvious statement, but you know the, uh, Manning's had you know arguably his worst season since his rookie year, and uh, you know they're still still made the Super Bowl. And um, and it's because of their defense, and they're just so solid up front. I mean, Derek Wolfe, highly underrated, although he you know he got paid, so I know that the, you know the the Denver folks know how great he is. And then you know Von Miller obviously was just uh, on a different level altogether uh, last game. Um, and then you know they they've got just great you know shut down corners, and Chris Harris and Talib. I mean they're. They're about as good as it gets, you know. Uh, they don't really have that many weaknesses on their defense, and again, I think it's just the, the change of their mentality. I think you know, in that first Super Bowl run, you know, they knew that their offense was going to be putting up a ton of points, and so they they could play a little bit looser and and you know, tr- you know, maybe try to try to get a pick here and there, you know, uh, you know, overplay a few things, uh, be a little aggressive. And now they just they know that you know what if if, if they give up. You know, 21 points, then, then they're in trouble. And, uh, I think that they've played that way all year, just that, that, intensity and kind of taking that, uh, to, to another level altogether. I mean, they're really, they're just so solid and, and even their backups, you know, come in, Kill Barrett, uh, he's played great and, um, so yeah, I think, uh, I, I like Denver's defense going into this game and, um, uh, I think, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. And, and the other thing I was going to say is, you know, you talk about Carolina starting off off so hot uh, all, you know, this, this postseason, and that's been, you know, kind of something that they've done really all season long. But what happens if, you know, Denver kind of shuts them down, you know, the first two or three series? You know, then what's going to happen? I mean, Carolina's been so used to, to front running and, and kind of, you know, getting that that early lead, getting that cushion, and and being able to relax and play well. But, you know, I mean, Denver is fully capable of, of, you know, giving a couple, you know, two or three three three-and-outs, you know, to start the game. Now, then what happens? I mean, are they going to, you know, is Carolina going to get a little uh, antsy or nervous or, you know, try to change up their game plan? So, I don't know. There's just a lot of different storylines that are interesting to me, and I think that's that's one of them. I think really... That's the most. That's the most compelling thing going into this game is it, Carolina's, you know, high-powered offense and just early, quick-starting offense going in, and uh, and and Denver's, you know, shut-down defense. And, and what's uh, whoever wins that battle, I think, is gonna is is gonna be likely to to win the game. I know that's Captain Obvious there, but whatever.
4: <laughs> yeah, Mark, you're right about the defense. You know, I've. You know, Denver, yes, is ranked number one. Carolina is ranked number two. You know, so I definitely agree with you on, on all that. Um, the, the thing that, that who I give credit to is uh, Denver's defense coordinator, Wade Phillips. You know, he had the perfect game plan last week against, uh, against the Patriots, or two weeks ago against the Patriots. And what, he, what he's known for is blitzing. Well, he hardly blitzed. You know, and and that's what Patriots were re- were ready for, and so they told he totally confused them, you know, with the defense that that he brought them, and you know, and and then they had all all their their defensive ends, you know, both. Uh, both Von Miller and and Demarcus Ware, you know, just coming at him, and and then they had had uh, um, defensive linemen being able to get through, and it just it, and and I, I think they hit him hit Brady twenty three times, which is the most he's ever been hit, knocked down um, in in a game ever. So you know, if you know that's something that I, I wanted to discuss with you guys, you know, knowing that Wade Phillips did this perfect game plan against them. You know, what what What? how do you think that they need to or, or Wade Phillips needs to set up against Cam Newton, you know, and, and and slow down the Carolinas offense? You know, what do they need to do to, for them? So well, well, that's is
1: different thing. I mean you can't you can go with Cam in no time. You know, you gotta look at two of the Patriots offensive line, I think you correct me if I'm wrong, or right, Mark, they had to say they switch like like 10 different times with 10 different guys, you know, on their line. So, and, and you can't, you can't, Brits and Cam New's going to run. Tom Brady's don't run like Cam. So, you know, I don't see um, Wade Phillips um, doing that. I see him putting a spy on Cam, you know, a linebacker spying him. I don't know. What do you think, Mark? Well,
2: no, tough because, I mean, really, the the calling card for, for Denver's defense has been, you know, just the tight man defense uh with their wide receivers and tight ends and um you know as you know uh, when you're in the when you're in man coverage and and uh you know you got a quarterback that that's elusive well all, the, all the, the the guys are you know paying attention to their the guy that they're covering and that's that's when you 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 know you can see these quarterbacks breaking off big runs so yeah i think you you know I... I Wade Phillips is just crazy because he's such a an unbelievable defensive coordinator. I know he, he wasn't the best uh, head coach, but he's kind of just like a defensive savant, you know, and he, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what kind of magic he's going to work, but I, I just, I feel much better about their, about them being well-prepared going into that game. And I mean, I think he's probably going to need to mix in a little bit of his own defense, obviously. And, uh, you know Denver, they 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 can get pressure. You know with their with their front four, and um, I don't know if they're just going to try to try to keep. I imagine they're going to try to keep uh, Cam, you know, in the um, in the pocket and, and not get out. But you know, it's easier said than done. So, you know, the spy thing. I don't know, James. I, I I've, I've seen too many times where you have you you have a spy. And, uh, you know, he's, he's zoned in on the quarterback and then finally decides that he's going to, you know, go after him or whatever, make a tackle. But I mean, Cam is just so elusive and and sometimes it's just like a wasted guy out there. You know, they, um, yeah, he ends up just kind of breaking by that guy and and leaving him in the dust. And then you have one less player that's kind of, you know, playing the zone or, or, uh, you know, creating, um, confusion, uh, on D. So I don't know, man, I, I, I do think um, they'll they'll be they're going to try to confuse Cam as much as possible. I mean, he's been known to kind of try to thread the needle on some passes and, and, and try to make plays that that maybe aren't quite there. And I think that you know again he's going to I think he's going to have more pressure uh, coming for sure. Um, you know against Denver than he has in, in a while. So. um yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what what uh, what Wade dials up, but uh, I do have faith in him. I really do. I think that uh, I think he's going to show him a lot of looks, and and uh, and we'll see we'll see how it pans out.
1: Yeah, I mean you got to look at it too, though. You know, <coughs> different teams, you got to adjust to different players, and you got to look at you know Tom Brady, just stand in the pocket and kill you. Cam New. He can run out of the pocket and kill you, or, you know, he can run the ball. If you look at it, he had, what, the most rushing touchdowns or something like that, or did Russell Wilson? I think, you know, Cam Newton, I mean, he's going to come out and run. I mean, you got to look at that, too. You know, I wouldn't think about, you know, blitzing him, you know. That's what I wouldn't do. I mean, it worked with uh, Tom Brady, because Tom's going to stay in the pocket. Uh, one of the other quarterbacks, but if you do that to Russell Wilson or Cam Newton, I mean, that defense going to break down. You know, and now you got these defensive backs. You don't know, worry about Cam going to run the ball again. You know the linebackers. Now that's when that running game kicked in. So I don't know. What do you think, Chris?
4: You know, I, so I, I on, think Chris. you're right. I mean, I mean, go, let's, he's going go to be Cam's going to be tough to you the tough to defend. And way so you, you know, defensive uh, is, is they have their hands full with him. So, and, and you're right. There is a big difference between Brady and, and Cam, and you know, I, I just think that that Wade is Wade Phillips' defense coordinator is going to do something, hopefully phenomenal, like he did did against the Patriots, and and their defense is just going to shine.
1: Well, this is what we're going to do. We'll take a break. When we come out. We'll let you finish that, uh, and then we'll talk about you know which offense you think. You know, because offense is important. You know, Peyton Manning. them offense ain't like when they played the Super Bowl before. You know, where they had that. 35, touchdowns and all like that. Now they're scraping for points, so we'll be right back.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 12 noon eastern time get ready for an unpredictable fun and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports that's kwame lassiter's sports talk on the voice america sports network
3: check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave
0: You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co-hosting it will be Mark and Chris. You guys there?
1: Yeah. We're here. Oh, yeah. All right, we were talking about defense. Before Chris gets a questions and all that, she's been kind of been looking up and, you know. But uh, the offense, guys, I think I'll just tell you, I've never seen an offense, you know, and I talked to Chris about you know, tag and junior, ain't the best player. But, I mean, those guys came through this year for him. I mean, we got Emmanuel Sanders and Damaris Thomas, you know, way better receiver crew than Carolina. But Carolina, I mean, you got um, Oswald. Was it, what's his name, the tight end for Carolina? Oh, oh, yeah. Holton, I mean, you got guys like that that's coming through, no names, you know, really, you know, I know, and, and just performing with the big time names for, you know, Denver, you know. I mean, it's just, that's what's been clicking. I mean, you got Cam. You know, I mean, a running back ain't no big time name guy like, you know, um, uh, Marshall, um, like for Seattle. But I mean, that that offense and they're having fun. The offense is having fun. They, ain't, you don't see them out there like Denver, you know, uh, dropping balls, holding their hands down, and all like that. You see them, they do say jump right back up and go. Which guys? Which offense you think is guys going to be performing the best? I mean oh,
2: go ahead, Chris.
4: No, I wasn't to go go ahead, Mark. You go you... Oh
2: well, I, I think um well one, I think the reason that Carolina's having fun is because they were, you know, fifteen and one during the season and, and blew out a lot of teams. So I mean what's not what's not fun about that. I mean that's uh that's gotta be a blast, you know, just to have everything click and, and, and go. Um, you know, I'll tell you this, I mean I think that's, you know, the reason that that Cam has, I think, pretty much wrapped up the MVP this year is just if you look at his, his weapons that he has, you know, again, Ted, Ted Ginn, Funches, and, um, and Greg Olson. I mean, they're, they're not gonna, you know, create a lot of fear, um, for, you know, a defensive coordinator, but, I mean, they've all played really well. I mean, Ginn, he's kind of, you know, found the, found the youth this year. It seems like he's, He's running open a lot, and uh, he's you know he's always been one of the fastest guys in the league, and he's finally you know catching balls pretty well. Greg Olson, so I think it's just underrated how much tight ends are really such a huge factor in a lot of these offenses. You know, I mean, you you look at you know Gronkowski, of course, um, and then uh, you know the guy Kelsey at, the, at Kansas City, and it's just I mean you can just go on to, to all the teams really that that have played in the you know, that that have pull off runs this year. You know the tight end is just such a such a crucial position and uh Greg Olson I mean he's like completely their go to guy. And um uh you know, last game, I mean for for Denver, um God kid uh Bill Daniels, you know, I mean he had you know, the two touchdown catches for them as well. So um but it, again I just I think that that just speaks to what a when an unbelievable leader and and what a season that the, the Cam has had to direct that offense with really kind of no stars other than him uh you know to be the number one offense in the league and um so yeah I mean it's uh you, you'd think just going in on paper hey you know i might be able to shut these guys down but you know they're They've shown all year that they're you know that they're a tough team to stop, and and Denver, um, I, I, I think that uh, again the the running game needs to to you know click a little bit to keep Manning from you know just having to having to throw it every every down, and then having the defense you know kind of pin their ears back. Um, they they have struggled you know it's it, I mean, it's been so frustrating to watch the. The drops that they've had, you know, particularly Demarius Thomas, um, he's had a lot of drops. I mean, even Sanders dropped a few, and you know that uh, Vernon Davis, you know, he came in and I thought I thought he was going to be a real difference maker on their offense. So I thought he was kind of going to be the, the the piece of the puzzle that kind of got him to that next level, and he's been a little <clears throat> a little disappointing. I don't know if it just hasn't, you know, they just haven't implemented him into the offense. Uh, I know he came in mid season. But uh, I really thought that that was going to make a huge difference in, in their, uh, in the way they played this year. But it, it hadn't, and and, uh, and he made, and he had a lot of drops too. So, you know, they if uh, and and I think that's part of the reason why Manning's numbers were were so bad. I mean, he he really did have. I mean, it seemed like every game he had four or five drops, and you know, it's not just the the the, the drop on that play. It's you know, getting a first down, and and you know. Getting more chances to, to throw it after that, so I really do you think that cost him, uh, you know, kind of a lot of, uh, of his stats, and, and just um, I think it was a little underrated and in, in the in the way that they kind of struggled on offense this year. But yeah, I think the key again for for Denver run the ball a little bit, mix it up, throw to your tight ends, and uh, I mean Demarius Thomas he's one of the best wideouts in the league, you know, and he. When he catches the ball, he's a, he's a threat to to take it all the way. He's just such a big kind of big and fast. Is a, a very good combo to have for a wide receiver, and that's what he's got. And it's weird, you know. It seems like he makes a lot of really difficult catches. I remember last game, he just had that. He had one where he just was kind of doing a quick a quick in route, and uh, the, the ball was kind of thrown, uh, you know, kind of uh, wide. Uh, Right, and he just like kinda of snagged it with his hands and it was just like, Wow. It was amazing and um uh but he, he seems to drop the easy one, so um yeah, it'll uh I think it's gonna come down to that, you know, wide receivers hanging on to the ball, uh, giving Manning some time back there, you know, the offensive line. You know, they seem to have gelled a little bit here in the last uh, you know, the last two playoff games. That was kind of their bugaboo early in the season was just their offensive line wasn't giving him any time and um, so I don't know, it'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but I, I do feel more confident with Denver's offense, uh, than I kind of did at the, at the end of the season. Um, I, I really thought that they were going to have a hard time, uh, making, making noise in the playoffs and, and, you know, they've, they've done just enough to, to win. So, uh, hopefully they got one more, one more game like that in them and, uh, and they can ride it to the championship.
4: Yeah, I, I agree with what you were saying on that, uh, Mark. Because earlier you were talking about um, the the with Carolina and uh, with Cam Newton and and being able to run, and it it, it does come down to the fact of you know Carolina. I, I do think they have the better offense, but they haven't faced the Denver defense. You know, so it, it, it's it's going to be a trial and error. Also, you were talking about whether Carolina can can jump out and go ahead. You know, get get score early because if they score early, then Denver's going to have a tough time trying to keep up with them. So if if the defense, you know, can stop them from scoring, do three 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 in and out, you know, then then Denver has a chance. Um, you're right with uh, with, with any time Peyton throws the ball. You know, you kind of hold your breath. You know, you're like, are they going to catch it, or is he going to overthrow them? Because he's been doing that. He did that a lot during during the last game. He overthrew them quite a bit, um, especially Emmanuel Sanders. He was going for deep routes, and and he was throwing the ball to him, and he just totally overthrew him. But uh, yeah, the running game is 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 definitely what Denver needs to do. If they can get the running game going, you know, and then keep keep uh, Peyton from having to throw the ball so much. You know, then Denver's defense is gonna, or Denver's offense is gonna keep rolling. Um, so I don't know. I I, I do think that that Cam, that Cam and uh, the Panthers have better offense, but hopefully Denver's Denver's offense. You know, I, I think they may have a better play.
1: Absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah. some of those two Chris. If you look at it, you know, um, Emmanuel Sanders did a double move and he slowed down.
4: Yes. Some of those
1: people kept running. If they keep running, Demarcus Thomas, those throws would have been on target. You know, so I don't know if that was you know Peyton Paul or you know or or Emmanuel Sanders or Demarcus Thomas. But if you look at one of those, he did a double move. He stopped, and then you know what he supposed to keep going? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you know that error could have been on the, the on receiver and not Peyton, because the quarterback is known to touch an area, a spot. You know, so I think, I'm just saying, I think those receivers, you know, I think they they are great, but they haven't done great things this year. Do um, you guys agree? Oh, totally.
2: Absolutely. I mean, see, I, I feel like Emmanuel Sanders had such a great year last year, and I, I mean,
4: just,
2: you know, I guess in their the last couple, well, that was, I can't remember if he was there two years ago or not.
4: Um, no, no, last year was the guy.
2: first year at Denver. Yeah, so, yeah, he had such a, it seemed like he just had such a kind of a breakout year last year and uh, was, you know, kind of a go-to guy and, and he was just so sure-handed and, and seemed like he was getting separation a lot from the, from the defensive back. know I don't see that as much this year with him. Uh, he's had a pretty good year. And then, you know, of course, Demarius Thomas, if, if you look at his numbers, I think, I think he's got over 100, hundred, hundred catches this year and over 1,000 yards. Uh, so you would think, uh, you know, again, just another, another great season for him. But I mean, we, you know, all of us, we, we follow the Broncos pretty closely. So we've seen, you know, how many times he's dropped balls in, in key situations too. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, again, I think, um, I just feel like they've been so tested, you know, again, at the end of the season. They had so many games that were just must wins and uh they you know they had to play well uh and and, and play clutch and, and they did, you know, they did that and, and uh they you know finished strong and um I think that they've they've got confidence going in and uh but they're I think they're they're also realistic. You know, they're you know, they're not gonna probably put up, you know, forty points. And and I think going into that Super Bowl Season, You know, that was pretty common for them to, you know, throw up 30, you know, somewhere between 30 and 40 points uh, all season long. And, uh, you know, they really had a record-breaking offense. And and so for them, you know, again, getting back to that, what we were talking about, Carolina, you know, they kind of – Denver was in in their position, you know, a couple years ago where they were just kind of blowing teams away, getting getting up early, and and their offense was really – you know, their calling card, and uh, and Seattle shut them down early in that game, and, and Denver just kind of, uh, you know, got into the fetal position, and and that was it. So, uh, we'll see if, if uh, something similar happens to, to Carolina going into
1: this one. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take our last break. We're going to come back. I'm going to change a little uh, discussion around something just bothering me, and I want to get y'all taken on it. It's kind of serious, I think, because uh, I, well, we'll talk about it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with James, Chris, and
0: Mark. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you, call us at 1-888-346-9144, that's 888-346-9144, or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, co-hosting with me, Chris and Mark. You guys still there? Yeah. Love
1: there you here. go, Mike. Guys, I'm going to turn the table. I mean, we'll talk Super Bowl, but I want to get this out, you know, and see what y'all really think. And I don't want y'all to hold back on y'all answer. But, you know, I'm looking at this Johnny Menzel thing. I mean, enough is enough. But my my point is, all these other athletes get in trouble and they're ready to kick them out. They can't come back. Teams don't want them. What is so, I mean, spectacular about this kid there where, I mean, you got to look at it and say, hey, he need help. He don't need to be in the NFL. Somebody needs to step up and say, he don't need to be in the NFL right now. He needs to get help because you're giving those many chances, you're still doing, you still don't want to play. And there's so many people out there that want to play. But, I mean, the Browns say they're going to cut him. Other teams talk about they want him. Why? Can you guys help me out? Who wants to go first, Chris or Mark?
4: Mark, I'll let you take, go take take on this one. <laughs> We
2: love um, Johnny
4: Manziel just like James.
2: Oh does. yeah, he's my favorite player ever. <laughs> um, not really, actually. I I've just liked him since he he went to a And M. But you know, yeah, James. At this point, I think you gotta you gotta start thinking that his 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 problems are are very serious. Um, you know, he's had every opportunity to. You know, he's gone through rehab. He's had very public incidents that uh, obviously um, have been scrutinized heavily. And so you would think at some point he would uh, get his act together and stay out of the limelight and, and, you know, keep his nose clean, but he just can't seem to do it. And that's why I think, you know, I think his issues are are, are pretty serious. And um, I agree with you. I think, you know, his number one, uh, focus should be getting well and and you know conquering some of his demons because it's obvious that he has them. And um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, well, I think his NFL career might be over. I mean, the, you know, there's talk of you know, of course, Jerry Jones, the you know the owner of the Cowboys, he's kind of had a fascination with Manziel uh, for a long time, and and there, you know, there's talk that, you know, of course that he wanted to, to draft him, and his son talked him out of it. Um, you know, a couple of years ago. Now he's going to be on the open market, and he's going to be cheap to get. So it's going to be a very high risk. Uh, but I just don't know if the rewards there. I mean, I just don't think he's that good. You know, and um, that's the problem. I think you know the the film on him, and and people watching him actually play the games. It's just not that great of a quarterback, and so to you know open up your up your team and you know have have that guy come in your locker room, it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I, don't, I just don't see. I don't think uh, there's going to be too many teams clamoring after him. Uh, but again, you know Jerry Jones kind of is such an egomaniac. I think he probably feels like, oh yeah, if he you know if I can get him under under our tutelage and under our wing. You know, have you know have him learn from Romo or whatever and uh you know have some of his handlers you know kind of watch him on you know I, and and Jones has has had a pretty good track record of you know taking in some some at risk type guys and and, and and you know they they kind of stayed out of trouble once they were on the cowboys but I don't know man i i, I just don't I think it would be an incredibly stupid move for them to make. But, uh, again, uh, you know, you can never underestimate the size of, of Jerry Jones' ego. And having it out there, you know, that he initially was interested in Manzel. I think he's probably, oh, you know, I'll prove everybody wrong. I, you know, I was right in and, and, and seeing something in Manzel, and, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put my cards on the table. We'll see what happens. So uh, we'll see what happens, though. It'll be interesting.
4: Yeah, I, I read. I agree with you. I mean, Manziel is is a definite problem. He's been a problem, and he'll continue to be a problem. And a lot of it's because he's gotten away with a lot of the stuff that he's done until he got with the Browns. You know, most of the time in college, you know, they, they they overlook things and and let let him get away with with everything that he's done. And so he's assuming that you know he's going to continue to get away with it. So right. I. What's that?
2: Oh no, totally. I agree. I was just. Thing. Okay.
4: Yeah. So I, I, I think what what they need to do if any team signs him, they have to hold, hold his his foot to the fire and say, look, in, in in order for you to even play here, you gotta go, you gotta get help. You know, you gotta go and let us know that you really want to play. You know, that you're serious about this, and this is the only way that it's going to happen. And if if he's not willing to do it, you know, then they they got to look elsewhere. And I, I know the Cowboys were also looking at Robert Griffin the Third was a, another possibility that. That uh, I, I think it was Troy Aikman that said that they would be signing one of the other uh, of the two uh, as a backup for Romo. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, exactly.
4: He's, he's, he's a problem. I, I just I, I think it's you know he's he's shown enough. It's it's time just to let him go and and move on. And I agree with you, James. I, I wasn't going to bring it up because I know last time we brought him up, he said you don't ever want to talk about him ever again. <laughs> so I, I was going to stay away from the topic, but. Yeah, you
1: know, it's 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 out there. But my he's thing not gonna, he's is, I not mean, gonna go look, away. look at this, look at this guys. I mean, you had um, the quarter. I mean, the receiver, To To, had problems on the team, but he's a player. They didn't want him on there, say he' a problem person. Okay, the other receiver, um, they hit his girlfriend, his wife. What's what's his name, Chris? He played, right, right. Um,
4: Oh, Hardy, uh, sorry. You're talking
1: about the the Cowboys. No, sorry. no, no. The receiver that played for, Ocho Cinco. Never oh, had no all-field yeah, internet. He hit his girl, you know, his wife. Uh, he was running his off with that hard-knock thing, and they got rid of him. I mean, it's quick to get rid of guys like that or like that, but you want to it with Johnny Mazzell? Mark, you follow him through college. Is he mm-hmm. that type of pro player that you want to keep around, and then you could build? I mean, I didn't watch college. Chris, y'all... Is he that type of guy that you saying, we can do something? We're gonna move that stay work group. The guy for um uh Arizona, he had the, the marijuana problem off field, the defensive okay. back. Uh Tyrod, how you say his name?
0: They uh, were talking
1: about uh, him. He dropped in the draft. But look at him now, okay. model citizen. Is is one yeah. of those guys that can be worked with guys? What do you guys think? No, I don't think so. And
2: and you know, he did get away with a lot of stuff when he was at A&M, and and there was just, there's always kind of chatter, you know, I followed it really closely because I'm, you know, a Texas fan. There's always chatter and pictures and, you know, him, you know, drinking and whatever. I mean, again, college kids are going to drink and uh, whatever. I mean, I I drank in college. We all probably did. But, uh, you know, it just seems like he probably took it to another level. And, um, you know he he grew up you know his family was was extremely wealthy you know his his uh, his father was like an oil guy a baron and I think he's just uh, always had kind of uh he' was kind of just like a spoiled brat you know he always had everything that he could you know imagine or want kind of at his 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 fingertips and um you know i think it's kind of playing out as as he gets older when and people are- tar- starting to tell him no and and uh you know finally finally that occurs you know when you become a professional you know, there's a lot more riding on it uh, than than just getting through your college season so um yeah I just i you know i i honestly you know full disclosure i thought he he might be a decent quarterback in the nfl just because i thought you know he kind of had that uh he, he kind of took the mobility thing to another level he's such a great you know, improvisational type guy but then, you know, when you actually see him out there and you Call realize I mean, how little he really is, um, thats that makes it tough. It really does.
4: Yeah, he's, he's he's a problem. He's going to continue to be a problem, and things aren't going to get better with him. So I, I think it's time to cut your losses and just move on, find someone else.
1: Well, guys, we're at the end the show, but I want to thank you guys again. And next week we'll be talking about why? Why did Cam Newton win the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, <You know>, whatever. <laughs> Mark, Mark getting mad, Chris. So, so I guess we'll just be discussing and Mark be listening there. You know. <laughs>
2: okay. Are you, are you
1: gonna be rooting for? Are you rooting for Carolina, dude? Yes, I am. Oh, it's gonna be a me. tough
4: day on Sunday for me to sit in the same room with him. So. <laughs> oh
1: man. <laughs> Well, I want to thank y'all again, and uh, hopefully I'll be on next week. If not, you and Chris got it like y'all been doing, and like I say, mom and everybody listening out there, be back another week. All right.